What's going on, everybody? This is Zero Gravity, and today we are going somewhere where, in fact, we do not need roads, okay? <laughs> Facts. I was, I, was, I was really waiting to pull that one out. I wrote that one down like three weeks ago. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> welcome to Boarding Massacre, everyone. <laughs> We're back. I'm back. Everyone's back. Um, before we get ready to get into the details of our show today, let us introduce our hosts. What's going on, y'all? It's Brother Ghoulish. I'm back, and I'm ready to talk about nostalgia. Well, the worst parts of it, at least. You can mm. find me on uh, my podcast, Brother Ghoulish's Tomb. And I'm also um, in the pre-order of my first book, uh, which is a Black Queer Horror Short Story Collection. Um, yes! Yes, hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> so check out brotherghoulish.com for information. I am Sheree the Slayer. I am dancing in nostalgia and waiting for this Brother Ghoulish book to hit my mailbox already. Mm. I'm going to just dance for both. My core is getting it this year, y'all. Like after years of not being in use. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find me at a nightmare on Fifth Street, and you can find me in my personal shenanigans at Miss Sheree. And I also write for Dread Central because that's a thing too. Hey, and my name is Zero Gravity, everyone, future Black Elvira. And um, I never left Hot Topic. Yeah. I live. <laughs> you can find me online at IDK Gravity. Boom. All right, y'all, what's poppin'? Let's see what's really going down in the horror community right now. What's going on? What we got? So my favorite husband, Mr. Steven Yoon, for those of you who forgot who I am, um, has just signed on <laughs> for a sci-fi film based on some novel called Mickey Seven. I'm not familiar with it, but I'm familiar with Steven, so I'll be there. You hear me, Steven? Um, Robert Pattinson's also going to be there. I know he does stuff. I, I, he's an actor. I've, I've seen him in some trailers. He's Batman. But it's Steven's world, as far as I'm mm. concerned. Yeah. You know, I'm cool with Rob Pattinson. I think he's really good. He's like, he is the white boy that all the white boys swoon over. And you know, I appreciate that. He's got range, too. I think he's really good. So, I've never right. seen him in anything. I keep saying what? I will. I'm, I was not a Twilight girl. I read the books. I was not going to get okay, something in those no, movies. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> Twilight doesn't count. I mean, it, it doesn't, like, you, you just, no. That's not an accurate showcase of his range and how good, actually, of a professional he is. Um, fix that, Sheree, thanks. I was going to do Batman, but it's three hours. Like, that's oh, a commitment. Man. Like, well, I'm like, not even on the lighthouse? The lighthouse? He's in the lighthouse? Oh, shit, he is there. I've never there seen is that. literally only two characters. It, <laughs> it did not look like actors. any kind of movie. It looked like somebody else's kind of movie. So I just, I was like, skirt. <laughs> I never investigated. Okay. <laughs> I was like, swerve. <laughs> Back into traffic. Um, I will, if the lighthouse is not three hours, I will try and locate that. So I can say I've seen him do a thing. I am not sure if it is or is not three hours. <laughs> It better not be a damn lighthouse and two characters for three hours. They better be fucking or something. Listen, listen, listen. Mm. <laughs> you can pull up it on my time. HD. Right. Respect my time, Robbie. Respect my time. Either get it on or get it out. Like, <laughs> don't be sitting there for three hours. 
I'm talking all this trash, but it cuts to me watching The Lighthouse right after this and crying. Right. <laughs> Beautifully weeping, just like a cinematic masterpiece. He's a good actor. All right. <laughs> and y'all like, wait a minute. Beautifully weeping. Like, what we were recording with? What the fuck right. <laughs> 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 only 15 minutes ago. <laughs> right. No, it's, like, it's going to be like a fucking Celine Dion video at Brother Goofy's house. <laughs> Relax. Like, Wispy fucking curtains. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> oh, look, I will wear my blazer backwards like I'm a uh, Miss Celine Dion. Listen. So if I'm doing it on TikTok, mind your business. Don't judge. Right. And if you do, you're homophobic. Be warned. <laughs> Be warned. I cannot with you. You're out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't y'all missed us? <laughs> it feels like it has been forever. We had some minis, but this is the real deal. I sat up straight for this. Listen, my again, my core is like, this bitch was alive the whole time. Look. <laughs> <laughs> but couldn't be bothered to do my hair as I'm wrapped in a do-rag mm, that's fine I, I look like a little crazy broccoli right now it's okay it's still so cute though I woke I up like this, like this. you're always you. cute I don't want to hear a zero you're like I don't right. like this. oh no meanwhile I'm over in elevated PJs looking like I just escaped <laughs> what <laughs> I am literally wearing like a disturbed tee with holes in it. And like for all of you, all of you uh, listening right now, my hair is, is green again. And it's kind of like in a Gumby shape. Speaking of nostalgia. I feel like when I see people like you wearing like stuff with holes in it, though, I assume it's distressed. I assume you just did it. Like, yeah. and you I know even... why? You know why? Because I never left Hot Topic. Look, look. <laughs> Look, baby. Meanwhile, when my things have holes, people are like give her some money and look away. What? <laughs> I catch and a I'm like, I'm I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? What else is going on in the horror field? Oh, horror right. sphere. Daniel Kaluuya is not coming back for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. That's because of scheduling conflicts, though, right? I hope it's not beholded, but lovely, because it feels very racist <laughs> to not have them go back to Wakanda for me. Well, <laughs> the rumor that I heard is because they were filming Nope at the same time. Yeah, he said that. He can. That's what that, he also said um, when he was on okay. whichever late night show, Chad, no shade. And um, mm -hmm. I'm not buying it. It just feels like there's. It, I, I feel like behold, beloved's behind this. <laughs> <laughs> You mean to tell me Ryan Coogler and Jordan Peele couldn't sit down and be like, we're making the both black movies this year. What is your schedule? <laughs> In case we don't some actors. That was not a that was not a text. <laughs> this is valid. Uh, this, yeah, this is valid. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, if I did have to choose one, I it was it would definitely be nope. But that's I ain't seen nope yet, so I don't know. I just we're not gonna that. talk about it. We're gonna save that for the nope episode, okay? Nope. But oh, also, yeah. like, I'd rather see Daniel Kaluuya. I mean, if I had to make a choice as a lead character in a horror sci-fi movie, as opposed to like he was a little pipsqueak traitor in the first Black Panther. Remember, he like turned on everybody, right? Mm. Like, yeah. and I think he needed that because we were still like, yeah, he's Chris from Get Out. He's a hero. He's like, no. Nah, uh -uh. And I like it when um, people have range, whether they're my husband or a husband adjacent. I, it just it makes things easier in our household. You're what? too much. <laughs> she said husband adjacent. Right? Like, if he wants to hang out with Stephen Yoon, I'm not going to say no. They can... <laughs> <laughs> They can watch their sports ball. Um, sports and we will ball. Talk. Like. Meet sports. 
bitch. Don't block your blessings, sis. I feel you. Do not Listen. block your blessings. Listen. <laughs> and I agree, though. Like, I, I would prefer to see him, like, in a horror thing, too, over Black Panther. And it's no shade. Um, but, yeah. Come on, man. Couldn't just do a pop-in real quick. They couldn't do one of those excel, um, excelled. What When they be putting people in the movies that ain't there, like, in Candy... Actually, don't do that. Because, you know what? <laughs> I take it back. Because somebody gonna hear it, and they're gonna do it, and I'm gonna be pissed. So... <laughs> Never mind. He gotta have a cameo, and it's the one line that upsets everybody. <laughs> like, right? He rolling it, be like, "Fuck Wakanda forever," and it's like, "What?" <laughs> He's gone. No elaboration. <laughs> did you Wakanda forever? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Zero. Did you, wait? No, actually, I I take the back. I was gonna ask if you guys watched the Wakanda Forever trailer, but I know y'all don't mm-hmm. be watching trailers. Oh, I you did. I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you think? Um, you're gonna read me on my real opinion, and I should not say this on this podcast because I'm gonna get shot. This is a but safe you know place for y'all. For, with y'all, y'all can't, <laughs> y'all can't protect me when I take my ass over to Twitter. <laughs> you can't so much y'all can't protect me. me, me, me. No. So, I've seen a tweet now, Brother Ghoulish and Bank of America trying to stop Ryan Coogler. <laughs> right, and then it cuts to me behind the teller booth with a, a backwards blazer on. Right. <laughs> Hello, security. <laughs> Oh, no. They mentioned Wakanda twice. <laughs> I think I'm being held up. <laughs> I've been distressed. But when I was, first of all, I love the trailer. It was it's giving me all the feels. But I forgot that Angela Bassett was in Black Panther. Okay. And so I literally, yeah, I, and I said this to Mill, and he looked at me like, don't tell nobody this. I'm like, it slipped, she slipped my mind. I don't know how. So I was like living, and I was like, I can't wait to see her in this. He's like, are, are you serious? Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> mother of Wakanda like three times a day. Like, I know. I know. I don't know. I don't know what was happening. I don't know. I think I need to leave that shit alone. I think he was like, she's just it. Tina Turner. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, I would never make that mistake. Although <laughs> I love her in that role, but no. That's shady. How dare you Ooh. forget the mother of Wakanda? Mm. <laughs> like, How? There would be no Black Panther without the mother of Wakanda. <laughs> Listen. Um, speaking of things that I found interesting in this gap, there's a movie called Day Shift hitting Netflix this month because it's August now. Um, and it's Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg fighting vampires. Look at God. Right? And Netflix, like, here's a cute little trailer on Twitter. There was no press. There was no, hey, y'all, this is. I found out on accident because I have insomnia. So I was on Twitter being like, what people doing? Because I can't sleep. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, am I the only person who didn't know this was happening? Like, am I, I had only- no idea. No. So I, I actually knew- found out because y'all found out because y'all liked it and then I got it on my feed, but no idea. I knew about it um a few months ago and like I actually did like a little like rant on it on Brother Goldish's tomb because like you said there's like no press around it. But like if you look like on like the IMDB articles and stuff, they've been talking about it for a little while, but they didn't say what Snoop Dogg was gonna be doing. So I was praying he would be a werewolf or something. I thought that'd be really mm, fun. That would be but, cool. Yeah. And then like maybe at the end, hunter. like Oh, say again. I want him to be a vampire hunter. Can you imagine hi Uncle Snoop trying to take a vampire? That's yeah. hilarity. I don't know if it needs to be a comedy, but that's hilarity. Him just like, hold still, motherfucker. <laughs> just <No>. like... <laughs> Can he wear the hair from Hood of Whores if he does this? Um no, no. no, no give him the bones piece. Give him the bones, give him the bones press. That Ooh, was a nice press. press. Ooh, silky. That, Jimmy that Bones. <laughs> I just love that Snoop was like, I don't know what our budget is. I bring my own hair, people. 
that would be great. It's definitely not going to happen, but that would be great if we got a Bones cameo or like a <gasps> Bones be like reference, yeah. you know, just for like for the one time for all the horror heads out there. That would be yeah. great. Mm. They definitely already wrapped, but let us know. People are always adding things to the last minute. Um, we can do it in post. Who do we need to talk to? Get a Kickstarter. Let's go. <laughs> Amen. Mm. All right. What else? Um, I think this is pretty uh, relevant to our topic today. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't care if you're a Resident Evil hater. <laughs> she doesn't care. She doesn't. She doesn't care. Are we talking about the show? Yes. Okay, well, actually, let's talk. Let's well, talk, yes. Zero. You can go first. You can go first because uh, I am, I, it is me. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right. I, you're, you're about to be a hater, aren't you? I'm sorry, yeah. Oh, I, God, you really going gonna... to. It's not towards you. It's towards them. The, the hate is not displaced. Look. Okay. Well, this is, this is how I feel. <laughs> I haven't finished it, okay. but I am having a good time. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm having a good time so far. Okay. And I feel like, well, I've always felt this way that aside from a select few, that's kind of what Resident Evil does. Just like in general, as, as a franchise, I just, ha- I have fun. You know what I mean? It's an, ex- it's an experience. I, none of the, uh, cinematic or like on-screen versions, not even just live action, like there was animated movies too. Anything that's not yeah. the games themselves, I always have a good time because I enjoy the lore and the universe. And the lore is like, you know, really heavy. So there's multiple directions that you can go in. Um, but none of them are good, which is fine. You know what I mean? But I'm having a good time. So I I really just wanted to see Lance Reddick. <laughs> um, I wanted some black girl magic in the horror or uh, the Resident Evil um, horror cinematic, whatever. It's not a universe. It's all broken up. But I, I wanted some of that. I wanted a good CGI liquor because I've been robbed of a good CGI liquor in, in the past. Um, and just more blood. And what I like about this is that it doesn't take from previous source material. Um, it's kind of like its own thing, just telling a, a, a new story for the same characters or some of the mm-hmm. same characters, um, which I thought was going to like lessen the hate on this. Like whenever something new Resident Evil comes out, that's not like from Capcom, a playable game, it's always going to get hate because it's one of those franchises that's been around for 25 centuries now. And, you know, the fanboys are going to be coming in hot regardless. So I know nobody's going to be happy with the final product because everyone just likes to compare to original source material and Mm -hmm. not consume it for what it is, just in the moment, it has to be perfect. And it it helps me sleep at night knowing that none of them are perfect. They're actually all far from perfect. But you know, there's things about the franchise that I love and I would see forever in different variations. 
um, that I just want to see. So I don't care. I don't care if you're a Resident Evil hater. I'm having a good time. Um, but is it good? No. All right. Okay. Now rip me apart. Go. No, I'm actually not. <laughs> I need to start by asking, though, what episode are you on? Just so, so I don't say, like, I, don't um, I think I have th- uh, two or three more left. Okay. I, is there uh, eight episodes? Yeah, there's eight. Okay, so I have two more left. So that means you're at the point where... Um, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert, y'all. You're at the part where they went uh, to uh, New Raccoon City and mm-hmm. she... Uh, have you got to the point where they spill the tea on what's going on with Reddick or no? I don't think I made it there. Ooh, okay. there's tea on Reddick. It's, it, it, yeah. So, all right. So the reason I'm not going to tell you apart is hearing you out. I have to agree. Like Lance Reddick did a great job with the role that doesn't pitch over in the next couple episodes, just to let you know. So that's the good news. Um, the liquor scene is amazing. And there are things about this that I would not throw out because I'd be throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I don't particularly like the show, despite the fact that I actually love some of the Resident Evil films growing up just because of the same reason you're saying. I was just looking for fun. And <clears throat> I know that most people do not like, <laughs> sure, right. I know that most people do not like um, the Resident Evil films for much of the same reason that you're defending the show right now. Like you just want blood and, and gore to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. This show for me personally, right? I didn't like it it felt very watered down i feel like it had a really bad saggy middle and i don't and i didn't get i mean not not like as a shade thing but more like mechanically it just felt Mm -hmm. like it just sagged for me and i actually went in depth like bit by bit why i didn't particularly like it on my episode um on brother gulish's tomb just breaking it down because there were a lot of things that i can't presently call but it just it didn't work for me just mm-hmm. and I have to keep it real. And I don't really think that you're alone because like there's several people who said that they enjoyed it. And there's so, uh, several people who said that they did not. And, you know, it's just I'm not going to tear you apart because of your opinion, because. Oh, this is a safe place. That's crazy for you, but not me. <laughs> <laughs> As it cuts to me getting cut up on the timeline for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't I don't think I would recommend this. I, I would maybe recommend this to somebody that I know has similar feelings just about media in general. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't really care about quality if it that's not like a, a, a center point of why this is existing. I would maybe recommend this to like a resident evil head who i want Mm. them to see some of this imagery and just like take in more of the fandom but if you're not one of those very specific people i'm i would say go ahead and like pick something else you don't have to waste your time on this because it's it's not necessarily good all right i think we're safe now sure you could come back Thank you. I just want to say that as somebody who had to grab their earbuds, because I've not started Resident Evil, watching the hand gestures coming from Brother Gulish's box, I was like, what is they doing? Because <laughs> 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 you were like... <laughs> no. and I, was I, was like st- oh. I was trying to hypnotize Zero. Listen, you like, will feel how I feel. Is it, <laughs> do these liquors got body yaddy yaddy? What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I, I mean, I they questions. do, though. I'm gonna put that on the night. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Sheree. <laughs> Listen. Miss <Sheree. laughs> 
I guess we're ready to bring in the main topic then. Ooh, it's time. Alrighty then. Um, today's topic is nostalgia is a hell of a drug. We are digging into the things we used to love and now have complicated relationships with now because it's a blur. It's always a lot. I read that so seriously. (laughs) I mean, it is like, is a lot. It is. Okay. Tonal shift. (laughs) That was fun. That was done. (laughs) That was fun. That was done. Listen, cut to Uncle Steven making us cry. <laughs> right. He was just like, how dare you, Uncle Steven? Why? I just want to enjoy the horror movies. That's right. No. Timmy right. <laughs> no, like, if this was a, this is a video cast, after I say that, I want, like, a sketch of Timmy Burton and just, like, scoot on by. No. <laughs> People know it's really Not Timmy. Oh, my gosh. We have to do a quick layover before we jump into the main topic, as always. So for real talk this week, I thought it would be perfect to talk about horror Mandela effects that are taking over um, a very niched part of TikTok right now. And I actually wrote down a couple to to pass by you guys because some of them caught me, I'm not going to lie. And I I can completely ignored any of these that were attached to that damn CERN uh, theory that there was a machine trying to make a God particle and um, it, it flipped us into a parallel universe. So this has nothing Excuse to do with that. Excuse me? What did you okay, get so into let me, on TikTok? Like, <laughs> listen, for real? my algorithm is wild. I think it might be the NFT stuff I follow. But they <laughs> literally, there was, I think it was supposed to be July 11th, if I remember correctly. People were like scared for this day to come because they're like, there's this machine that's in Europe somewhere and it's trying to make the God particle. And once it flips on, we're going to turn a black hole. It's going to create a black hole and we're going to get sucked into a parallel universe. And the only way that we're going to know it is with all the Mandela effects. So it started with like the Britney Spears Mandela effects. And then it started like trickling into all these other nooks and crannies and shit. And it just, it was insane. I mean, I, I, I was enjoying watching it, but people really believed that this was happening. And some people still believe that we are in a parallel universe as we speak. I mean, I, I kind of, I'm down with that though. Because, oh, okay. Like, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, we're like, I, I would imagine like we're, we're parallel to, to something like from okay. in the other universe, like we're the parallel. So like, I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, okay, the God particle is like so. God part. I haven't seen that movie. Like that sounds intense, though. God mm. particle. Are we the tethered? Are we the tethered? Are we in the upside down? Oh I'm feeling like I'm a tethered because all the shit going on in the U.S. right now, baby. <laughs> Put me baby. towards the God particle. <laughs> Put me there. <laughs> Point me to Vecna. I work for him. I don't Yo. know. <laughs> you know he got benefits down there. <laughs> Oh, I bet he does. Okay, if I touch back, oh, clearly I've lost. I've just, I've lost instantly. Listen. <laughs> so let's go my... through this list, y'all. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry. Did you? I'm looking out here grabbing people, and I'm like, I don't see no problems. <laughs> I too would like to get grabbed by them. <laughs> He's six foot two. He's got those tendrils. We can use those for Ooh. some things. Right? I would be like, I got this, y'all. Y'all can worry about Hawkins up top. I'm going to just stay. I'm going to stay for a minute. His skin probably feels like ground beef. Why would you ruin this for me? I needed joy, Ryan. I needed joy, and you just took it from me. I'm never going to forgive you. Ground beef? Not ground beef. Okay, so... (laughs) The first one on the list that got me, 
I'm, we're going to do a trivia style, okay? What were the colors of the stripes on Freddy Krueger's uh, sweater? Okay, I got this one. Green. Okay, go oh. ahead, Zero. What'd you say? My bad. Uh, wait, were they not tan and red? Okay, we're getting green somewhere. What did you say, Sheree? I said green and red. I thought it was green and red too. So people online oh. are saying that they're black and red, but they, no, 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 no. This no, is no, the Mandela no. effect. So it's green and red, but some people are like, no, it used to be black and red. No, it's always been green, right? Green and red, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some I... people are saying what Zero saying that it's it's tan and yeah, it's crazy. Like it's that's one of them, and we're just getting started. The other ones are harder. Wait, pause. I have to I'm Googling. Google this. No, yeah. Yeah. Google. I've yeah. been at Freddy my whole life. I know Freddy Krueger more than I know some of my family. That's what oh. fucking green and red. It's if green and red. Okay, because I was like, if it ain't green and red, I don't know nothing. Okay, yeah, I'm looking. Oh, but that picture is black and red. But it's mostly green and red in these pictures. Okay, I guess it is green. I always saw the green as like, in my shade. head, the green is like, like you know, very muddy. You rejected so that it's like shade of green. Gray, black. And I don't blame you because. <laughs> I guess I would be like. I would be more on the like black, red and black side, I guess. That's, I don't like that. That makes me no. itchy. You were like, I rebuke that shade of green. No, thank you, Freddie. No, no. <laughs> green. <laughs> so Not for today. The for the second one, imagine. Okay, y'all got to go with me to Scary Movie 1, which is obviously one of the best two because we mm-hmm. don't acknowledge the others. All right, so Shorty's laying in the bed. He has a blanket on him. It's a nod to Sixth Sense, right? And he says, I see what kind of people. I've only seen this movie once. No um, worries. I got you after this. Did he say white people? It's the Wayans. Okay. Okay, so what do you think, Zero? Same I, white people, yeah. right? That's what I thought. It's not that. So this is this is a really tricky one. He actually says, I see dead people. Like, right, clean out the film. He doesn't say, no. I see white people. Right. And I was like, this can't be right. But if you look up the clip, it's and it might not be dead. I could be getting it wrong, but it's not. I don't. I, I see white people. It's, it's not, not white. That. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. I don't like it. I, th- that one, though, I wonder if like the original trailer we saw as kids had one thing and the movie had a different edit. Because oh. I told Mill. I told Mill that, yeah. I've only seen the movie once. So the fact that I'm thinking white um, it probably means the trailer, which was more prevalent in my memory, <laughs> had that. And it's closer to their comedy, right? I feel like even beyond scary movies, like this yeah. is what they do. So I was like, it doesn't feel right. Like it feels like it was white people, but yeah. Hmm. All right. So the next one is also in scary movie universe, and this one has actually been talked about on the pod. Um, when Hanson tells people to take his hand, he says "strong hand," right? Wait, the little hand? Yeah. I don't know. So I, no, I, I don't was, think he does. Okay, I thought it was strong hand. It's little hand. He said, "Take my little hand." Yeah, I he said, no, Take it's my lit- strong hand. I'm on the right side of this one. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got one. <laughs> I think you got more than one, but it's, it's, this one got me. It tripped me up. I'm not gonna lie. The last one that got me was when Clarice walks to see Hannibal Lecter. How does he greet her? Hello, Clarice. That's what I thought. It's not no. Him. No, Stop. What is he it? doesn't even say it in the movie. He never says hello, Clarice, in Silence Stop. of the Lambs. No, no, what? What? Yes. What, do you, what do you say to her, please, man? Please fact check, ghoulish, everyone listening. But, but, but yeah, according to 
this is on you know uh mojo youtube uh whatever yeah. they've mm -hmm. they've compiled like a bunch of them so you can just like watch them at, but you can find the receipts on reddit because that's where it started and then it trickled over to tiktok and then mojo did like a uh -huh. a video pulling them all together wait so that line is never said by him in the movie no not in that movie no so he never in silence of the lamb says hello clarice what my mouth is open I yeah to, my brain is broken i don't know what to go <laughs> I mean, there maybe that God bears. particle might be on to something. God particle. <laughs> Listen, my brain literally did a somersault. I have to leave now. I don't know. <laughs> Not a somersault. It did. It was like, and I was like, yeah, what? And the list is longer. It's like 20 of them. But those were the four oh, that I thought were the best, the no. most interesting. Some of them weren't hard. I was like, okay, y'all just weren't listening. Like, they were like, oh, it's interview with the vampire, not a vampire. I'm like, okay, everyone knows that. Y'all weren't paying attention. Yeah, no. right. Listen, some people just want to be seen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically. Um, I'm mad about Hello, Clarice. That's the one, because I thought I knew a thing, and I, 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 I'm lost. I am lost. I would have rather you told me that my family was not my family. I was mixed up at birth. And then tell me that. <laughs> I can't, man. So that was the layover for Real Talk this week. Mandela effects. Um, there is there is one more. Oh, my God. There's one more piece. I'm just trying to get my brain to collect. Um, we are recording this episode the week of Wes Craven's birthday. And so Ooh, we would not be love. blurs if we weren't just like, Uncle Wes, we miss you. Yes. Yeah, a true ally. I did a listicle today and started almost crying, and I was like, "He made me who I am." And they're like, "This is not what we asked you to do." <laughs> yeah. Wait, Sheree, did mm -hmm. we talk about this on the air? Because there was one day zero that me, Sheree, and a few other in jazz like we're watching one of the Friday the Thirteenth, and then one of y'all told me that Wes used to. Thank you. Okay, so I I, I didn't because sometimes I be putting people in rooms that ain't in rooms. Y'all know, leave, leave that shit alone, all that stuff. Yes, um, yeah. he he definitely got to start doing um pornos, like not as an actor, as far as we know. Um, <laughs> but like, um, he was he was there learning an aesthetic because I mean, a lot of eighties movies share a similar aesthetic. Facts. And we we all start somewhere in the world and mm -hmm. Uncle Wes was not afraid to get his hands dirty to get where he's going to go. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully, Goulis, respectfully. <laughs> I need more mimosa. I'm pouring though. I was like, you know what? But I'm pretty, I'm, I'm like 88% sure that his um, name that he did all of the porn stuff under, like direction and if he was or was not a fluffer, um, was under Abe Snake. And so there's shirts out there that say directed by Abe Snake, and I want yep. one of those shirts so bad. That's hot. That's so right? hot. It and is. Uncle Wes. Uncle Wes is like, you know what? I don't half-ass anything. I whole-ass it. Abe Snake. Put it on my page. Y'all gonna have oh, internet? Abe. You gonna call it IMDB and then put it there? <laughs> Abe, like, oh, Abe. Abe yes. Snake. It, imagine Dirk Diggler directed by Abe Snake. <laughs> Hey, yes. <laughs> Even though Marky Mark is racist, so never mind. Wes would never work with him. No. Yes. Like we can we can rebrand. Like Nancy does Elm Street by Abe yes. Snake. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if it's I mean it, I mean, come on now. Like some horror movies are very close to being pornos. Most of Camp Crystal Lake movies. Listen. Yep. 
Liz, I ain't nobody in Capcom's like ever wore a bra except for Mrs. Voorhees. <laughs> and that's like, mad disrespectful when you think about else. it. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh no, I'm running. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know that hurts. Right? I'm just like, maybe you want to go ahead and get stabbed real quick because I don't know if I want to run this far. Put and then the director is like, the director is like, all right, one more take. And she's like, but my titties. All right. <laughs> but my titties. <laughs> but my titties. <laughs> like, all them poor girls are hunched over right now being like, I was in a. <laughs> <laughs> when I was your age, I'm a victim. Like, now go get the ice. One of those shady lawyer commercials. If your back is broken because you were in a Friday Thirteenth movie, <laughs> call one You're entitled to compensation, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, this too much. Let's get into our topic. This juicy ass topic. We're gonna make Clearly. ourselves upset over this one. Listen, um, I we got Beetlejuice because Timmy Burton he he hoodwinked all of us. We were all bamboozled with his children because we were like, "Oh, dead people. That's an aesthetic." And he was like, "But I'm racist." And we were like, "No." <laughs> I have a a very large regret of mine is um not seeing Beetlejuice on Broadway. And then cuz I heard it was really good. And oh. wait, really did you see it on Broadway? I did not see it, but everybody I know who did see it was like I wish I just had done something else that night. Really? Okay, <laughs> yeah. then maybe this maybe I can let go of this regret then because I did want to see it on Broadway and then the pandemic happened and it like just took it out after that. Um, but I have watched, I, I watched Beetlejuice maybe like once when I was young. Um, and then it just kind of left my brain and I started doing more things in the horror sphere. So I did a quick refresher and boy, does the, it does not age well like at all. It's like how this is like a huge fucking, it's not even cult. Like, it's just a hit. Like, everybody knows Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, the fucking second I dyed my hair green, like, I became Beetlejuice to the public. <laughs> like, which is crazy, because you think I would be the Joker first? Yeah, right? no. I it just, it, I went straight to Beetlejuice. And, you know, like, I, I want to say Beetlejuice, like, is a franchise that has, it's, like, maybe, like, top seven amount of, like, merch out there. Like to this day, like Hot Topic is still riding that Beetlejuice wave. Mm, yes. And so I watched the movie as an adult and I'm like, yo, this guy's like got some serious pedo energy. Like this is not okay. It's it's 2022 right now and this it doesn't look good. He's like a 20 century year old ghost dude. And he's like running around chasing this little girl trying to get her to marry him, harassing her and stuff. These bad tastes in my mouth. I'm just like, this wasn't really what I remember. I mean, I guess it is, but ew. Right? As kids, I don't think that anybody was like, adults and children shouldn't because they were like, stranger danger, but not if it's in your media. And so, like, they had a whole ass cartoon. I remember watching the Beetlejuice cartoon after, like, getting out of school and being like, ha, 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 ha. Meanwhile, he is a grown ass man walking around with a child. And we know how I feel about grown ass people talking to children. Doja Cat. And so, <laughs> like, 
How did I not see it? How? Always, always. Like, respect the game, but don't bother fucking kids. Like, run up on that man in person. Run up on that man in his DMs. Run up on his agent, his manager. Don't be like, hello, children. I heard there was some hot men on your set. <laughs> uh, and, and I didn't know he was 17 until you brought that to my attention. And I think it's because I know some of the Stranger Things uh, people are older or whatever. Like Steve yeah. is like 30 yeah. or whatever. But no, I didn't even know he was 17 until you hit me to that. Noah and Priya, I believe, are the last two under 18. Okay. Um, but like even even if he had to cross the 18-year-old threshold, they had no scenes together. They're not out here traveling together. The PR has kept them separate. I don't know why. Um, and so to be like, hi. What, yeah, what is that? Why is Noah, that? Noah's been walking around with Millie Bobby Brown, and I think it's because she needs a guardian. Because <laughs> she's a flat earther. And also, Drake has been in her DMs. They go to basketball games Wait, together. Wait, yeah, yeah, I remember you're that. And that was when she earther. was like she's younger. She's a flat earther. You're joking. And she's a flat earther. And so I you're think joking. I wish. You're I not wish. accepting it? No. I wish. I wish we're not in the upside down anymore. No, and so I think that they were like, give her a friend and isolate her. So that way if something pops off, we're not tarnishing the brand for everybody else. And Noah's like, I'm a shit poster. I don't care. Let's play some puppets together, bitch. Um, but I it's just it's the the way people ran at these children was just gross. And I keep saying that on everybody's podcast, so it's not new if people are following me. <laughs> um and the fact that your thirsty ass would like go into a child's DMs to be like I want to smash your friend. And Noah's like, that's not my friend. Oh, <laughs> so you're an adult. <laughs> and then for her to be like, how dare he shares that? That's a snake shit. I'm like, bitch, you are a decade older than this little kid. <laughs> that's crazy. You arguing with a child. Fight grown people. That's what I do. Like, I fight she grown should, people. <laughs> she should have learned her lesson from when Cat Williams trying to pull up on that one high schooler and he whooped his ass. Do y'all remember that? <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know that yeah. happened. Oh Tell yeah. Me. And it got caught on video. So apparently like, he went and like uh, was walking past a group of teenagers who didn't know who he was, didn't give a fuck. They said something slick. And instead of him being a, an adult and keep walking, he jumped up in the high schooler's face and the dude put him in the headlock and whooped his ass. And then one of the I'm friends like, started recording it. So when the video starts, like Pat Williams is on the ground, like being pinned by like this 16, 17 year old dude. And he is just whooping his ass. And I'm like, this is career suicide. Career. <laughs> You're in the wrong and you got your ass whooped. We need to end the episode there. There's nothing else we can say. <laughs> All this because of Beetlejuice. Look, this is why nostalgia is dangerous because clearly, child, like, stop pulling up on the youth. That is the lesson of this first bullet point. This, this, I'm not in the DMs of my nieces and nephews who are under 18. <laughs> like, I'm All just like, right. are your parents present? I don't understand math. I can't help you. What do you want from me? <laughs> and so the fact that people are just like casual, like, <laughs> I love your show if you're ever in town. And I'm like, for whom's? Um, I but yeah, no, because of Millie Bobby Brown, me and Drake got issues. Cause I'm just like, you don't talk to children and take them to basketball games with you. You don't do that. Even if she is a flat earther. She's a flat earther and she's wrong for that, yes. But also <laughs> she's a do child. we know that? Are we sure? I really don't want her, her to be a flat earther. You want you want me to send you the video when we're done? I'll send you the video where she's like, yeah. <laughs> flat earth is the right way. <laughs> Me too, please. When you send it, yes. I will. All right. I guess I'll just fucking woman up and eat my food. She's a flat earther. Fuck. With her full chest. With her full chest. Um, <laughs> she's like, flat earth. And I'm like, ah! And Who that's else? when they were like, isolate her. Put her with Noah. 
Don't let is her. This <laughs> recent, by the way, or like this was she was younger. Like, what's it giving? Or you I don't know was, right now? I think it was like around the last Stranger Things press tour. So three years ago, four years ago. I don't understand time. I keep forgetting that people keep reminding me, and then I I see it again because after somebody says something, the internet and your phone is like, I heard you mention this. I'm eavesdropping, and you're like, stop it. I want to forget again. <laughs> I'm intentionally forgetting this stuff for my right? mental health. <laughs> I am trying to get what I know about everybody so I can enjoy this because I've come too far <laughs> to be like, I can't. <laughs> just let me get through this last season and then you can make it for everybody. Everybody. Like a little parachute. Just like. <laughs> the season might knock us over because I know some of our faves uh, who have not been exposed are definitely about to be, especially something going to hit retrograde. And then they're going to tell me Guillermo del Toro and did some uh, fuck shit. And I'm going to break my heart. I've already told you, there are three white men out in the world right now. And if they have bodies in their cars, I need you to never tell me. Direct me from the social media. Um, I will literally walk over the body being like, what happened? I didn't mm-hmm. see anything. Contaminates a scene of crime and leaves. I'd be like, who said what? He did who? What? Who know? That body was there when he bought the house. I swear it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my list, I think, is about three people, too. I think it's about three people, too. It it might be the same people, very potentially. I know two of them are. We talked about it a little bit. Um, (laughs) Our thirds are different um, because one of mine is new, but he he, he, he was up some things and some stuff. Listen, um, Hmm. I'm a very obvious girl. (laughs) (laughs) What's the next bullet point? Who's bringing up the next bullet point? Beetlejuice and destroyed the podcast. <laughs> no, Timmy Burton okay. broke up. This is what this is what he wants. Little racist. He want to break up a fucking black horror podcast. It's a part of the agenda, right? He's like, I don't see black horror podcasts in my visions and dreams. So, in them all. Okay, so he's the second level boss, and the first level boss for this podcast is clearly behold be lovely. She's like the arch villain of this podcast. I imagine she is the. Um, of the I think Jared Leto is also on that oh, list. Oh yeah. <laughs> They tie for first place wearing the same coat. They are two villains in a trench coat. Like <laughs> they're coming right for us. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. She's like okay. on top of her shoulders doing the ratatouille. Bro. <laughs> and then making it right towards us. <laughs> the ratatouille. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, what do you guys think about Ghostbusters? Um I'm gonna let y'all go first because I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Before I noticed y'all put it on this list, I was one of those people that like uh I, I loved like the Ghostbusters growing up. And I didn't really hate the one that people were ragging on from a few years ago with the um all female lead cast. I thought that one was pretty fun. I had a good I time thought it was it. fun, yeah. It's um, my favorite. <laughs> it's good. Right. So I, as a kid who was a nerd, I was like, Ghostbusters, 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 because again, we were not taught we could ask for things. But like, I never really found it funny so much as it was a thing I needed because genre. Um, And also at that time, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, um, all these like names of people on SNL that I, as a kid, you're watching reruns and it's all blurry. Like being, like the first 10 years of my life, I don't know what decade. (laughs) Because <laughs> my brothers were born like in the seventies, um, I was I'm only twenty five, and so like there's a lot of things between that that's <laughs> all swirling around, and I'm like I don't know what year it is, and I'm homeschooled, and so like I, I did not know that this was just not the way, um, and so I'm like this is on, and I guess I like it because I like weird things, but I never was like yeah I'm going up for this bitch, um, and so like I was not pressed when they let women do it because I know that like. 
I wanted to be a Ghostbuster. I didn't want to be April from, mm. <laughs> or like I, I said April, that's Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I did not want to be Sigourney Weaver's character who was like put into the fridge, both movies, yeah. which is sad because Sigourney Weaver, even as a child, I'm like, this is a badass bitch. And they're mm-hmm. like, mm, not in this world. It's about these four dudes. And I also didn't know how problematic Bill Murray was back then because nobody Wait. was talking about it. His new movie, they finally had to name him and whatever he did and shut it down. He's doing it with um oh my god, I forgot his name for Parks and Rec, who's already in a little in trouble. Chris Pratt. Season Sorry. So oh. and Season Sorry is directing something, and oh. whatever Bill Murray did, they had to shut it down and they named him, but they won't say what he did. Wait, is Bill Murray also under the, the fucking table for like some some sexual mishap? We've always assumed because like Because that's and- exactly what Aziz and Zari is in there for too. Yeah. That's not that's not a good pairing. No, 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 no. Um when the Bill Murray news broke and they still won't say what he did, but the fact yeah. that they are naming him <laughs> and they shut it down says it's something major. Um, it reminded me of when Lucy Liu was like, he came for me when we were doing Charlie's Angels and people were like, let it go, he's Bill Murray. And mm. I'm like, you have one <laughs> person of color in Charlie's Angels um, and it is the Lucy Liu who is a badass bitch and like also one of the few Asian actors of that time that was actually getting to do mainstream stuff. And you're just like, it's Bill Murray, let it go. And yeah. Knows how long he's been going unchecked as a white man in America, probably his whole fucking life. And so I'm happy that we're naming him, but we need to name what he's done too, so people can understand the severity of it and mm-hmm. stop being like, it's Bill Murray, he's an institution. Fuck your institutions. I want to know what he did before I <laughs> let you get away with trying to like stand up for him. Um, but anywho's, long story short, I'm not here for the new Ghostbusters either. Um, it, it could have been a thing and they wouldn't let it be a thing because men cried when we had women do it. And so they were like, mm-hmm. we can let a little girl lead it, but also we need to make it about the men so the men don't get in their feelings again. Fuck the men's feelings. I don't care about the men's feelings. I wake up every day and I choose violence on men's feelings. Hey. That's, that keeps me youthful. That's where this glow comes from. <laughs> so- <laughs> this one coming out too, like they're doing a, a a follow-up to Afterlife, right? Or no? Yeah, because Afterlife, apparently people saw Afterlife. I did not like it. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I got, it was one of those like PR boxes and I was excited because I was not going to pay to see that shit in the theater. And so I I put it on to be like, ooh, I got stuff. I'm like, a free Blu-ray. Let's do it. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. And I was like, oh, I see why it was free. <laughs> was, it, was it problematic or bad? It was or just kind boring. Of okay, gotcha. Because it it's it's too long, first off. Um, and it's definitely geared for children. And we mm. know I am not a child. <laughs> um, but also, I I feel like they inserted 
Flynn Wolfhard just because um, the little girls have crushes on him. Oh, I forgot he was in them. I didn't see it. it. He doesn't need to be in it. His whole side story is just there so he can be there. Um, And then he gets a girlfriend. Of course he's going to get a girlfriend because like all the people are like, it's Flynn. Um, (laughs) And I'm just like, first off, you're wasting his actor's time again. Um, because I think he he's probably really talented, but we don't give him anything to do looking mm-hmm. at Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we don't know anymore. We we kind of vaguely remember he could do things, but we we don't see it anymore. <laughs> and so I I'm just like, why why can't we just let this girl drive this vehicle? And then spoiler alert, um, instead of letting her like land this plane, which they keep getting in the way with like Flynn's character, um, and even Paul Rudd is getting the scenes, and I'm just like, I love you, Paul Rudd, but like let the little girl lead this shit. Mm. They bring back the old Ghostbusters, and they bring back the um, Harold Ramis, Harold Ramis' character, who I get that it was his baby, mm-hmm. but to have the four old dudes show up and like undermine everything that she could and should be doing, to be like, she can't do it without us. <laughs> I'm like, fuck y'all. Fuck each and every one of you. Down the line. Look at you two, Ernie Hudson, because I was rooting for you. Like, <laughs> what Ooh, are you Oh, no. <laughs> Hard pill to swallow. Right? I'm like, let her have this. Let her. She's a little brilliant scientist. She was going to get it if you actually write her to get it. But instead, it's like, we got to have the men. (laughs) We got to have the men. Save the day. Yeah, I like, I kind of don't care about this franchise. Um, I was not on this original wave of Ghostbusters phenomenon. But like, yeah, I mean, I just recognize it for the fact that it was an iconic series. Um, I've seen Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. And then, wait, there's no more after that, right? The remake with the ladies and Chris Hemsworth playing the bimbo. Um, okay, which I, so that's I it. That there's one. no, like, Ghostbusters 3. No, they, they kept trying to have one, and I'm happy they didn't. Because, again, the mm. first two were for who? It's always felt like an obligation to not say anything bad about Ghostbusters as opposed to I'm here and I love it. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, the little ghosts are cute. And so I have like some merch because like it looks good on my boob. I'm not going to lie. Like <laughs> Slimer in my boob. <laughs> Happy Saturday, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never been like, this is the fandom. Give it all my money. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to get this one t-shirt and dip. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you. Like I have... I saw the VHS Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. I collect VHS, so, like, of course I had to cop because I feel like that's kind of a horror sci-fi essential. So, duh. But I, I can't say I've seen either of them more than three times. Like, definitely seen the second one only once. But it's more about just, like, its place in, like, cinematic history, I guess. Um, I mean, I know it, like, hits a little harder for uh, generations above us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not, I don't know, for some reason, like, Beetlejuice, like, s- stuck around harder for me personally, but, like, as far as the world, well, Ghostbusters is all, also up there, but, like, it just kind of never left. Um, but I, I really did like the one with the all-woman cast. Um, I, like, actually enjoyed it. Um, and it was cool because like you still get that kind of like genre feel, but you're telling a different story now. And I do remember that, um, the internet exploded like it does every now and then, um, because a Ghostbusters box set had come out and it was all the movies, but they skipped that one. They skipped the one with all the woman cast 
And everyone was like, what the fuck? And then, of course, that old chestnut was like opened or whatever. I really do think that's like the best one. But it is. People just hate change. They, they do. Because it's too woke. That's yeah. annoying. Yeah, it is. Like, I, I don't really remember exactly why I liked the Ghostbusters when I was a child. But like y'all are saying, it wasn't one that there were certain movies that grew up with me. And some of them are even like kid stuff. So like uh, The Haunted Mask from Goosebumps. I actually had that like on VHS and I would watch it every so often. But I don't know. I, I thought it was like a lot of fun when I was just a kid. And I'm not going to lie. Like I had like some of the toys and stuff. I thought it was like a really fun like thing when I was a kid. Okay. Um, great when, merch though. Great merch. Right? Yeah. For a franchise, was, great merch. Yeah, definitely. It Like they were getting that budget. I didn't watch the TV show though. Like I know there was a show, but I didn't see it. It was on the daycare, so I watched it. It also wasn't great, but again, it's... I feel like Ghostbusters is like a horror tax when you were a child in the 90s. You have to pay the Ghostbusters tax to say you're there, otherwise people are going to drag you. Um, okay. That wasn't my experience, though, because like that's one of those franchises that, for me, right, I was in an isolated um, situation, so I didn't realize it had like this huge following. I didn't know that people loved it as much as um, I did as a kid. It was just like, oh, this is something spooky that came on TV once or twice. I asked my parents, could we buy it? And then, I, I mean, I, I'd be lying if I said, like, when I was a kid, I, I didn't enjoy it. But I guess I didn't understand when I did become aware of how big the fandom was that people hated the female-led one. It didn't really make sense to me because I'm like, I mean, this isn't one of those consecrated franchises that has just been super serious. Like, it's always just been, like, silly and kooky. And, like, that's kind of, like, what they, I feel like, rested on. So it didn't make sense. Because it's the patriarchy. Because, like, the Bill Murrays and, like, these people who come to these, like, all white male movies, they don't want to see it be anything different. They want to keep it the yeah. way it is and problematic. Part of the reason I don't fuss with Ghostbusters is because when you have three white male leads and you have one black character who's getting the least to do as usual, it's going to be inherently problematic. So yeah, it's sexist. And yeah, it's a, probably a little bit racist. It's been a minute, so I can't say if yeah. it's a lot racist or a little racist, but I can assume. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so they're like, we need that. That's gold. That's great. And when you have women come in and do it and it's less problematic, they're like, but my world, you ruined my whole life. And I'm like, and I say, let's that. eat. <laughs> I hate that. They need to acknowledge that a lot of the stuff that have like these huge fandoms and shit, they're just deeply problematic and they need yeah. to be revisited. It, like, if you're still thinking the same way you were when you were five years old about some of this media, you have a problem. You really, because a lot of this shit does not, I mean, Ooh. I would say 99% of the shit that we went up for as kids, like a lot of us, needs to be reassessed in a modern day lens. Like, for listen. real. Listen. Listen, because it was. All we don't want to find out, though. We don't want to find no. out. That's the thing. No. So we're just gonna keep living in limbo, I guess, and have right? this podcast be a safe space, <laughs> right? We can right. never do better because then we have to like actually do better. And it's mm. easy to sit here and like keep laughing at these jokes that aren't funny, but they're problematic and it makes me feel special because I'm a chad. Um, so like, <laughs> damn, that's a lot. I, have, I did not know I had thoughts about Ghostbusters. Um, <laughs> This is good though because people need they yeah reassess please reassess please course sit. correction you have homework the blurs are assigning homework look I'm wearing my glasses and my schoolgirl uni uniform and I have a, a, a yardstick if this doesn't work for you then do the homework quicker and I'll go away faster <laughs> for everyone else my OnlyFans is let me stop I'm <laughs> dead. <laughs> I mean, it'll pick up faster than I buy me a coffee. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> 
Love. New mics for everybody. Like- <laughs> okay, next on the list of hard pills to swallow is uh, <laughs> Uncle Steven. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, I have, have a whole dissertation. I'll wait because I have a whole dissertation. Oh, Y'all want to go first? <laughs> um, there, you want to do the honors? Uh- okay, I'll bring it in. I'm I'm just I'm a I'm a tired. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. We understand. Look, we got your and, back for the stuff you forget to say. Don't worry. <laughs> there is so much fucking material here. And I wanna say there's maybe like two or three that like kill it after umpteenth years. But for the fact that this dude has so much material. And I want to say at least 67% of it has been translated to on screen. Not that much holds up. And I think, I think at the the best, actually, no, I mean, maybe I have to second guess this because nothing is safe nowadays, (laughs) but misery is like really the only Stephen, a classic Stephen King movie adaptation that I'm down with. Yeah, I think uh, everything else has like a little bit there, and that's not even like we're totally ignoring like the hard R's and yeah. all that stuff that's like trickled into his writing, which is very weird. Um, but even like film adaptations, like a lot of it, besides just like specific language themes, kind of weird me out. Um, nobody says anything about them though. Except for like the homies, like bless yep. Jazz and Cat, girl that's scary because they be putting them on <laughs> in front of whole. I was at mid service scream in front of whole audiences of white people. Like Uncle Stephen said, "What?" Everyone's like, "Wait, what did he say?" <laughs> like, oh, you didn't know <laughs> a bunch of shit, a bunch of stuff. But I think it stops a misery for me. That's that's my jam. That's my jam. That's the only one that I think really holds up in. 2022 avoiding all of these but i also could be wrong i want to say it's been like five years since i've watched it r.i.p james khan who just passed away this yes year. yeah yeah uh, i i i was a stephen king girl because again when you're a child in the 90s you're just you you don't even understand the racism anymore so you're just reading yeah. these pages he's dropping the hard r and he's hating on women and you're like this is the gold standard i want to do this when i grow up <laughs> Um, and it's a sad world. Like I, I shit you not. Like the two tubs under this computer that is my makeshift desk right now <laughs> is filled with Stephen King books. I've I've read so many of his words, and the f- way that he will find a way to insert a magical brown person, or mm. like have a chapter added just so he can use the n word ninety damn times um, a page. I'm like, this is like many black people, Stephen. You didn't even need to include us this time. You could just left us completely out. He's like, no, we need a flashback of this time where there was almost <laughs> a black person, and it's like Uncle Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think it's is it Christine where there are no black people, but we get a flashback yeah. to somebody's family in the army where they talk about black people. And I'm like, for who? Why? I didn't want it. We were so we were so close, Uncle Steven. We were so close. No. Mm-mm. We could have had it all. Right? No. Like that's he, too much to ask. <laughs> right. I feel like Uncle Steven like is how I learned about strays because he would find a way to insult black people no matter what was going on in his books. <laughs> And now look at me insulting everybody, no matter what I do. And I'm like, <laughs> I learned this from my uncle Steven. Listen, but one of us is delightful, and one of us might be racist. <laughs> Ain't no might to that second one. Listen, 
and all he he hates black people he hates fat people he hates queer mm -hmm. people he hates women mm -hmm. and it's just like i remember when i was a kid they were i was like i just love the way stephen catches dialogue because he catches how people naturally sound and i'm like mm. people still use that argument today and it blows my mind I'm like, if people still sound like this, then we should unpack that. And it also is why a lot of y'all should have been shocked at that election that just happened in 2016. Because um, people yeah. sound like this naturally. Oh, and of course, Stephen's catching it. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. It's but still like the blind following for me, though. Like, I think a lot of, I don't want to say most, but let's say like a little bit more than half of Stephen King fans are like Stephen King story fans you know what i mean like they like the stories because they grew up with like the it television series or misery or uh or christine or pet cemetery um but i think when you read it it's a little bit of a different story and also like a lot of these i mean besides the themes that are like very questionable and um just the way that some of these characters are language is like a lot of this and a lot of people don't know that because and also dude has like a million bajillion books so like if you don't catch it in the first 50 pages you're and then you put the book down you might not ever know yeah. um but i guess it's kind of like public knowledge that like dude can fucking write so even if you have witnessed it firsthand on a page or not it will just be like, oh, he has great stories, which he does. He does have great yeah. stories, but maybe not all of the fans like know how he's describing these stories in terms of marginalized people. And you could you could take that out in the film. You could easily, or you could just change it to make it more film film appropriate. Um, and a lot of that language is, but the themes are still there. But when when you have the theme, the themes, weird themes, and weird language, then it's a problem. But I think most people are like just seeing the weird themes and then you can uh, sweep it under the rug as like, oh, that just didn't age well. You know, well, that's how it was. Right. But it's when they're together, it's like you're kind of getting hit with a baseball bat. But people don't really see that majority, you know. And it's also hard because he's a white man, so he doubles down on shit. Like when people brought up that it, the actual novel, not the movies, end with mm -hmm. a gangbang, like the ch sword. child section, the child mm -hmm. section into the gangbang, and people bring it up, rightfully so. People are like oh, they needed to get rid of it for innocence and blah 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 blah. I'm like, there's no excuse for a bunch of dudes to like get up on a girl in a sewer, Uncle Stephen. And Uncle Stephen's like, it was a different time when I wrote it. You could do that back then. I'm like, Uncle Stephen, no, you stop talking. And he also had that tangent in 2020, um, January 2020, where you're talking about diversity at the Oscars and missed all of the important conversations. <laughs> I wait, I don't think I was caught up on that. I pulled it up because I knew we could talk about him. Let me drop this link in this chat so you can Damn, read your own she real was time. Ready. I me and a couple of like black celebrities were like, um, Steven, this is not the way. Because he was like, as a writer, I'm allowed to nominate in just three categories. Um, for me, diversity is not the issue because it applies to individual actors and directors. It wouldn't come up. I wouldn't consider diversity in matters of art. And I'm like, you privileged little asshole who's out here dropping the hard R <laughs> and putting in magical brown people and everything you write. But something Zero said is resonating through what you sent us because it has 50,000 likes. It's like all these silent fanboys who just, it doesn't matter what he says. Like they just... They, they just come up behind it with love, adoration, and support. Because I don't even think it's ignorance. I think, well, it is ignorance. I'm sorry, yeah. but not ignorance in the sense of like they don't know. I think a lot of them know T, 
but they don't even want to fucking acknowledge it because it's mm-hmm. like it's Stephen King and that makes it worse. Literally, literally, literally. Like I one of um Fear Street's first episodes was Stanley Kubrick is an asshole. And the amount of people who run at that and then want to like at us on Twitter, I'm just like, Stanley Kubrick's daughter put out that he's an asshole in a documentary about The Shining, which is the movie we covered. And even Uncle Problematic Steven was like, I don't want this movie. <laughs> That'd be the movie for my book. Yeah. And people are like, both geniuses. And I'm like, but like also, why are you why are you so pressed for this old dead man who made a movie that's too long and too dry and he tortured actors? Why are you adding that? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Okay, well, also, the, the Stephen Stephen King's The Shining was not it either. But no. So, like, your idols aren't perfect. Listen, like, live with it. Are these your kings? Are these your kings? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think my thing with Stephen King was, like, I grew up, like, watching a lot of his movies and stuff, mm-hmm. and I thought that they were, like, really good or whatever, but they got downgraded to cute when I turned like 1920 and I found out about Octavia E. Butler and Mm -hmm. it just became very obvious that there are storytellers out here of color who are really pushing the boundaries beyond like what people see because the media is just giving them all the things and, you know, willfully ignoring a whole group of other people like what she was creating. Like, cause the first book I read by her was Wild Seed. And I remember thinking like, I'm kind of shocked that this isn't, a thing like they haven't taken this and turned it into a movie they haven't done this with it and i've always wanted to like write horror and even when i was like into stephen king deep i didn't want to write like him so i didn't understand why at 32 my age now right sometimes i'll see people of color who are writers and i'm trying to support them and i'm not gonna throw any under the bus because I, I don't that's not cute but like some of them will use Stephen King as their inspiration and you can kind of see it, not just in them mentioning it at the top of the book, but also in their style of writing and the way they depict people within their own groups. And I'm like, this is the problem. Your story as like a person of color is enough. You don't need to filter it through to the white gaze, like, you know, by trying to write like Stephen King and describing your culture for white people, for, uh, for example, just tell your story. And then if it's for people, it's for them. And if it's not, it's not. Like Get Out is a good example of that. That's just an obvious grab. But that's mm-hmm. another example of like, there's there's so many other different types of storytellers. Yes. I feel like Stephen King is that junior high boyfriend and people don't want to let him go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he held your hand like and he bought you a milkshake. That's all that right. it was. You, it's so he's the to, one. Listen, he's still in his mom's basement. Let him go. Let him go. Let him- <laughs> yeah. He can't tell our stories and he keeps trying and he doesn't see how that's wrong. Like, and then he makes us the other. Cause like people don't understand how this whole gypsy curse thing is actually extremely offensive. Like the, and that's, mm-hmm. this is a popular one that yeah. he, he uses and motivates other people to do because it keeps showing up in media. And I'm like, this is, this is wrong. You can't do this. Like, Listen, when I, when I looked back at thinner as an adult, I was like, this book was a whole hate crime and we just let it happen and made it a movie. <laughs> what the Ooh, you know what i actually i was gifted a copy of that movie but i never watched it thinner you i don't even know what it's about i oh. i don't need it don't need it okay we'll see this anyway i'm gonna do this rundown because i remember because as a child i read it and was like huh and then i saw it and I'm like huh and as an adult i'm like huh <laughs> uh-uh. please please okay. <laughs> Is the book like more offensive than the movie? Because I mean, the of movie, course, Uncle I, Stephen. What? Oh <laughs> Lord, it's Uncle Lord. Stephen. He will not be held back. <laughs> you 
you can't stop him. <laughs> He's the kingster. He's like <laughs> He's the original right, whole <laughs> He's the original. <laughs> Listen. He's the original recipe. <laughs> this book so this book, it's it's a white couple, obviously, and they're well-to-do. Mm-hmm. And he's driving, and his wife is giving him, like, some car fellatio because older white people, privilege, yeah. Mm-hmm. He runs this girl down in the car. Um, and the book becomes about how he's suffering because her family puts a curse on him because they're magical brown people. Hard G-word. Hard G-word the whole time because you can't just be like, <laughs> maybe like they put a curse on this man and so he begins to lose all of his weight because he was a heavy man and Uncle Stephen also hates fat people. <laughs> so he's getting his racism and his fat phobia in because he's like, you know what? I'm multitasking this book. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Two birds in one Right? <laughs> and so it becomes about this man who was cursed by these magical brown people who Uncle Stephen keeps referring to as the G word. Um, for killing their daughter. Instead of him being like, I should feel bad about this and there should be some justice and some process. He's like, they cursed me. I could undo it because I'm suffering. I'm wasting away. And I'm like, you maybe deserve to. You maybe <laughs> fucking, you, you killed a person. Have you thought about that, Phil? Have you? Have you? <laughs> yeah, and then it's a sympathetic storyline for him. Like, I mean, because yeah. you don't care if we spoil it because obviously we're warning you, right? No, like, it's fine. He, mm-hmm. he breaks the curse, and then in order to do that, he has to pass the curse on to other people. So that's what he does. Oh, love that! Right? It's it's very I know you last summer, but with a lot of racism, mm-hmm. <laughs> fat phobia, <laughs> and no Julie James. <laughs> Can you please? Oh, speaking of, I know what you did last summer. I won't stay here long. I just want to get y'all hip. Y'all have to watch the new Liars. It's not attached to the old one at all. Original Sin. They're doing they're, it's 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 horror. Um, oh, and they went that route now. Okay, I've been I've hearing. Been they're doing good things for the people of color on that show. I won't I won't go deeper because I okay. want to have fun. But yeah, it's good. It's good. Is it Yellow Jackets quality or is it still? No. I want to know how to get my hopes up. Right. Or not. Yeah. I would where do I watch say, it? Um, HBO Max. I don't remember where we we're watching it. Mm. Oh, say again. HBO Max. HBO Max. Thank you. Thank you. Because like all of my friends were like, "You want this one?" Because I didn't do the original, and they're like, "I think you might want this one." And like, Skip you want the original. This one. You want this one? And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay." <laughs> do I need to like know about Pretty Little Liar stuff? No, I don't. Okay, because no. yeah, cool. I'm about to say um, I didn't know about it. I, I'm not even no shade when I hear Pretty Little Liars. I'm not interested. It, it's yeah. just like it's not my thing at all. Mm-hmm. But nah. This thing shut me the hell up. That first episode was, it was coming with um, like the horror nods and stuff and doing the people of color correctly in my mm. take. And I just want, I'm curious what y'all think when y'all check out the first episode. Okay. I love yeah. that. When I think Pretty Little Liars, I think all white CW <laughs> show. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't want that. I, yeah. I've seen that. I grew up with that. I'm good. Um, and so they were like, it's happening again. Like, why? Or why? And so I'm happy that there are brown people and they're not just like, mm. <laughs> Fucking CW, right? Because you know CW is like right. You got that. (laughs) (laughs) That was was my one nope reference. Fucking CW. Look, look, I can't wait till we do that nope episode, especially after after Sheree sees it, because we're about to have a time, child. Mm It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be good tomorrow and do it, because like I have nothing till I record um, tomorrow night. I'm supposed to be writing, but we'll see. I might just go get noped tomorrow. Get the original notes. cut is supposed to be uh it was supposed to be three hours and forty-five minutes. Um wow. Yeah. Fuck the Snyder mm-hmm. cut, give I'm me the peel cut. Yeah. No. 
Give, give me the pill cut. <laughs> Takes the Twitter. Release the I, pill cut of the movie I've not seen yet. <laughs> I, I found out from Ash from uh from Rise of the Dead podcast. Hey Ash, what's up? But yeah, I found out from her. I was like three hours and forty five minutes, and where can I find it? Listen, like me stopping on an adult diaper <laughs> and doing some Yo. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. (laughs) Yo, hold on. Speaking of nostalgia, so like I know Pretty Little Liars isn't that like that old. Like I remember uh, girls my age like reading the books um, like early early in grade school. But I know that I don't know if it has already, but but Degrassi has come back. It's coming. or it's coming. It's not back yet, it, but it's coming. Like next, wait, wait, was next generation in our generation? Or like, I don't know what this next one is. I think we had next was, generation. I we had next generation already, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. But that was still like some of the same characters. But now it's like next, next, next generation. Because <laughs> Degrassi already went for like 20 years already. Degrassi goes there. They was not lying. Um, mm-hmm. I, that universe is complicated. I've dropped in and out. I, I know too much about my favorites who died. Um, I know I was sad for Jimmy back then, but now I'm just oh. like, now that I see who Drake became, <laughs> to bring that back to the full circle. <laughs> maybe Jimmy, maybe Jimmy deserves some of that. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, no. His character did not. You're his so violent, Sharina. I love it. No, like I, I learned strays from Uncle Steven. Oh, so. <laughs> Sheree, please I, make t-shirts, please. With these strays. Please, <laughs> please. And the and the uh Sims funeral home idea that you came up with. What? Yes. Oh, you yes. did, oh, oh yeah. Please get, need, get zero hip because uh, I need your wallet to be ready with mine, zero when it happens. We were talking to Mr. Randy Cundiff with Girl That's Scary on Clubhouse. We uh-huh. were all like, Where is the merch? Why have you not given us merch? And he's like, I didn't think people will bone it. And we were like, our wallets are open. <laughs> and so we want Sims funeral merch because Clarence Williams the third did not get enough level of recognition. Um, and I want him on a shirt with his hands giving us the black doctor who I never got as a child. Yes. <laughs> yes. Who also was Satan. Again, dualities. This is why I am who I am, y'all. What? <laughs> uh, masterpiece. But when people say they haven't seen it, it always shocks me because I'm like, this was so formative for me, like seeing this film growing up. I thought everyone had seen it. I've, I've stopped calling people who've not seen it. And I'm just like, are you racist? And they're like, whoa, whoa. All right. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the only that's the only thing I think of. Either you're racist or you don't have TV. What is it? What? <laughs> Do you not have a TV? Ain't too many, ain't too many options, Sarah. Ain't too Listen, many options. It's one of the two. <laughs> if I see a TV in your profile picture, I have to assume it's the first. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-mm. Um, All right. So, wait, which bullet point were we on? We were talking about we Stephen... the Fangoria fanboys. Oh, okay, there we are go. Not, there we go. not the Stephen King fanboys. <laughs> All right. I. This whole. This is just stupid. Like, I, where do I even start? Where do I start? Fangoria is great. Okay. Fangoria has been giving us the news, giving us the inside scoop about what's going. The, the wish popping. Fangoria is the wish poppin' of the general industry. It has always reported on wish poppin', okay? So there's all these freaking old heads, and no disrespect to the old heads, okay? But, like, also disrespect to the old heads. They're doing the same thing. They're, they're reporting on 
what's popping in the horror industry right now. It's what's popping in the horror industry right now that you don't like. Fangoria didn't change. It's the same. They're reporting on what's coming out. It just so happened that at the time, it was Nightmare on Elm Street. And it was, you know, all these big franchises that were kind of being born around the same time. And now guess what? New shit is being born at this time. And Fangoria is doing what they always did and reporting on it. So you just want to keep seeing Freddy Krueger on the cover of Fangoria. And so what? We're just going to live in the 80s forever? Which is what you want. I mean, I know that. This is like rhetorical, but I know that's what you want. <laughs> this Listen. is rhetorical. Don't answer. We know. We saw the, <laughs> no. we saw no. uh, the blurb underneath your Twitter. We know what you're about. Right. <laughs> we saw your hashtag BLM. Um, and we mm. knew it was fake. Um, because with that same energy, you were like, why is Sam Richardson glowing in the dark on my cover? Because it's fucking cool. You're welcome. Right. People and it, it's popping and it, it's that. happening. And the same thing with The weekend. But honestly, like weekend is kind of like new uh, horror it boy right now, and like I really fuck with it, and he deserves that title because you can see it like through his media. I mean, he's not out here like directing a horror movie, but like clearly he belongs in in this field, and so Fangoria is gonna do what Fangoria is gonna do, and like report on it, give us the scoop. But you know, the weekend wasn't around in the '80s, and he's brown, so it's like this is a big absolute no go. But it's like nothing has changed, or like everything has changed. But that's Fingore is the one thing that stays kind of like constant, and it's it's still gory, and you know all these the the Fangoria fanboys are making like excuses at this point. So like one, it was oh it's not gory anymore, but then we have the cover and uh, uh, Jenna Ortega with X, yep. and it's like her fingers like hanging off like on the fucking bone. It's like one okay, of my favorite one of my favorite covers. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Like I took a picture with that one and it cleared my skin and it made me like radiate. There was a shine mm. that was not in my room. Like that picture mm. was like, oh, it's like when the suitcase opens in Pulp Fiction, it's like, oh, it's one of those. Yeah. Oh, it's when I look at the cover, I'm like, oh, and I'm like a wash in light. And I'm like, oh my God, am I Beyonce? <laughs> and they were like, uh-uh, <laughs> I'm not racist, but I don't like this. <laughs> it, it's just telling you that like people hate change. And like yeah. nostalgia is great because it makes us forget about all of the shitty things that we had to deal with when we were younger. And now all we want to think about is how much we loved Beetlejuice. And just it has this like makes this facade in our brains. And to a certain extent, like, you know, we use this fandom to escape. But some people take it too far and they just want to like live there. And they think that's yeah. what it should be. It's like, you know, this, the whole, like, uh, and this is air quotes, the good old days. It's like, there's, <laughs> these are still the good days. Like 20 years from now, we're going to be like, ah, remember the good old days when, when Get Out was coming out and, and everybody got African after Black Panther. And, you know, today it sucks right now. Like, I, we need to go back to those good days. Just like right now, we're like, ah, the 80s. But like in the eighties, every horror movie, you know what their favorite word was in the eighties. Oh yes. yes <laughs> like yes. was it really though? Or were you just like kind of in your prime now when you want to go back to that and everything besides that is like bad? 
So you got to make up excuses. But nothing's really, mm, this is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, my father used to tell me growing up, like, the only thing constant is change. And, like, I don't think people understand that. Like, I like how y'all package it because I actually don't have a lot to add to it. Like, I feel like y'all hit all the main bullet points for the Fangoria thing. Like, they're constantly, like, ex- like showing what is happening. And they're, like, really dedicated to that cause. And um, when I saw the Weekend album, uh, sorry, Fangoria cover, I was excited as well because he's a horror dude. I mean, After Hours will show you that. Like, that mm-hmm. whole visual experience was basically a horror film. Facts. And if there's one thing that Fangoria is going to do, it's going to talk to you about special effects, which yeah. even though like, I mean, CGI was great and we're able to do awesome things with CGI to enhance our movies. Like horror is always going to have a soft spot for special effects and practical effects. And guess who serves the fuck out of that? It The weekend does. So like, yeah. why not? Why not? That counts. Yeah. Like the cover was fucking brutal. Oh yeah. I haven't opened it yet. It arrived, but I, I know it's full of nope spoilers. I don't want to actually open a page and forget. Yeah. And, so I'm just like, Mm-mm. so it's still sealed behind me. <laughs> like it's a piece of evidence from a crime scene. Um, but like, I got her. I got my eyes on her. <laughs> She's here. You know what else I'm- about Fangoria and, and nostalgia? So uh, the newsstand cover of, of this uh, issue I don't know, Sheree, did you see it? Because it's a little bit of a spoiler. I didn't see it because I, I, I muted Nope, and so nothing's getting through to me. Okay, good. So don't go on Fangoria's socials until you see the movie because the cover of the newsstand um, uh, edition of Fangoria is they make it look like a tabloid magazine, like from the early 2000s when everything was about like gossip, you know, and like exaggerated stories. That's how they like um, organize the cover. It's like you know, so and so is back together, and you know, what's her face just got liposuction, or just like you know, shit that doesn't matter. But like for some reason, that was all over the newsstands in the early two thousands. Which like at this time, I mean, we're always gonna have like, especially in horror, it's gonna be like the eighties was like the golden good old days, but. It's 2022 now, and 20 years ago is like, I feel like 20 years is a good distance for placing nostalgia. Like, you know, Y2K fashion is coming back, and um, like cartoons around early 2000s, like they're starting to get their reboots now, like Powerpuff Girls and shit. Um, And so, yeah, I think we're stepping into like a new age of nostalgia which is like early 2000s with that tabloid shit and everything was hot pink and you were putting jeans under your skirts and it's like yes here for it i'm I'm here for it although it was not a time like uh the uh britney and justin timberlake's outfits with the jeans you know what i'm talking about like that that picture comes up every now and then i'm like oh okay that was whole hair in that era because like i was like is he attractive because he had like the like golden ramen noodle situation then he had the noodles and i was like is he Mm. is he attractive i don't think he is no (laughs) he just got a little he just got rhythm that's it right right He was like, Timbaland's my friend. Y'all gonna like me now. And it's like, right, Bro, the way that Timbaland just put his whole foot into Justin Timberlake's career, he would be nothing without him. <laughs> right? right? He would still be back there like, bye, bye, bye. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Um, our last stop on this nostalgia tour is uh, Stranger Things It Fear Street mashup. Explain yourself. Okay, so <laughs> this is, no, this is me. Oh, this is it. my point. I don't know why it is, but it's like the 80s is like back right now. So we have all of these, well, not news stories. Fear Street, yeah. Um, well, actually, no, I'm not sure. I, I was never a Fear Street kid, so I don't know how tightly the, those movies um, come me. from the books. They ain't, they hurt me because I wanted to root for it, but it's not like the books. They okay. playing in Shady Shy, but it was not Shady Shy. Um <laughs> But it has that same feel of like, you know, this is what it was like to be a kid in the 80s. Like we had it with Stranger Things and like the 80s was like fucking back for real. And especially like, you know, kids on bikes and rolling around the town. That was like the thing. And then we got uh, the It and then It Part 2, which is essentially the same thing. Like remember how great it used to be in the 80s when we were just rolling around on our bikes with our kids. And then... um and then we got Fear Street, which is again, oh, remember how great it was to be a kid and your friends at summer camp. It's like something with, the, it's literally like the 80s. I, we're becoming obsessed with it again. And uh, I think I've had enough. My thing is, if our present day is so awful that we're trying to like go live in an era that was also awful. <laughs> Because <laughs> again, like if you look at these three things, and don't get me wrong, like I, I'm a Stranger Things stand account right now, adding husbands as we speak. Thank you, that casting director. Um, and I love the first half of this new it, and the second half, I hope that my baby's back has healed since he had to carry that movie. But like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was a Fear Street kid, and so like, yes, I, I also have this weird relationship to like those '80s things. That's what it was like. Ariel Stein and Christopher Pike was giving us 80s things as YA readers, um, finding them in the thrift stores. But also, like, the, all of these things, I'll take into consideration how it was for kids who were not aggressively white and straight um, and male. And so we're, we're doing that giant paintbrush thing like to do with these period pieces where it's like, look at the 50s. It was a great time. Sock hops. Um, soda shops with an extra P and an E. Meanwhile, bitches out here getting beat up because they happen to be black. Um, things Bro, are that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I used to follow um, it's, a, it's an account. I feel like it was Twitter. I think it like started on Tumblr, but then went over to Twitter later. But it was like average black girl, like that was the name of the account. Yeah. Yeah. And they would just like repost, like repost and post just like relatable black girl shit. And then the day that I realized that like average black girl was definitely not a black girl, like at <gasps> all, was when they tweeted something. It was like a photo of a woman a black woman and she was in like it was like from the 50s and like she yeah. you know she was in the little outfit and like it was giving time period and the tweet was like oh i i wish i could have lived in the 50s and i was like this has been a facade <laughs> like do you know that's how you know somebody's an op that's how you know somebody's an op yes. <laughs> there's that question where you ask a person when you're getting to know them would you rather travel if you had a time machine would you travel back to yeah. time or forward in time Almost every black person forward in time for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, white people, I like to go backwards. And I'm like, no. I, I would like a flapper dress, but I don't also want to be like hunted <laughs> so blatantly. For real. <laughs> um, have, have your quality dress, of but... life like seriously 
decreased over that. And that's how you know that nostalgia is like, is as powerful of a drug as fucking cocaine. Because if we're I sitting agree. here and saying like, hey, let's go back to the 80s where everybody was the fucking F slur. And let's go back to the 50s where like we have to physically be segregated. Y'all are tripping right now. Mm-hmm. This, it's not... You just want to twist and jive and act like everything is okay, but like that's not really what you want. It, they were not the good old days. Your ancestors wouldn't even want you to go back then. They would want you no. to go forward. Yeah. They didn't want to be there. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't want to be there. They were like, this is awful. This is the upside down. I know it's not created yet, but this is fucking awful. Kill me. I'm like, I, and that's why we need more brown people in these fucking rooms because we, again, the three things that you gave us, all of them have well, Stranger Things and it have like the black person in the group that's yeah. underutilized. They I... have the Ghostbuster syndrome. It's yeah, a group of guys, and then the one black kid. And then Stranger Things was hilarious because they literally dressed up as Ghostbusters for Halloween. And Lucas had a problem because they both wanted to be the lead guy. And then it like touched that weird nerve. It's like, nah, you got to be the black guy. And he's like, I don't want to be the black guy though. I'm like, why is this? I would have loved to have navigated that conversation and have Lucas win. Um, but also I would have. Yes. I I fucking I I wish I I wish I did not love Stranger Things as much as I do because I have so many thoughts and so many complaints. Um, I I know they're trying to do spinoffs and things, and I would kill to be in any of those rooms because we keep doing a disservice to our black characters. Lucas and Erica yeah. are underutilized. Erica's the reason I'm still showing up. She's what got me here until we got the eye candy. And I'm like, okay, you can have a little break now, but also why are they like giving you more scenes? Like, do you want me to call nice. somebody? Okay. <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, and like Lucas has just been so mishandled because Caleb, Caleb can do things, but they won't give him things to do. So he's mm-hmm. sitting around his trailer on TikTok, waiting to be called out for his one scene an episode. <laughs> and I, it just, it hurts me because you're wasting his time. <laughs> you're wasting his time. You're wasting Pride's Yo, time. Sure, wasting right. So parents. did you did you finish the most recent Stranger Things? I'm almost done with the second watch because again, I saw talent. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So there's like, okay, spoiler yeah, alert for everyone who hasn't. Yeah, Okay, and there was like articles about it. Like, oh, Caleb um, improvised the like Erica help line. And I'm like, yo, that was like one line. That was, and that's like a big deal. Like, you should have let him do a little bit more. And then just like, he improvised one time and they're like, oh, one one time. This is iconic, but it was literally like three words. Like, imagine if you gave him a little more freedom. He had to improvise because they won't write things for him. And it it sends me, it sends me. I, oh, if y'all would just let me into the Stranger Things writer's room for three days and if anybody actually listened to my ass, <laughs> we would be on fucking fire. Because it's so close, but they're just like, no, we're mostly white people. You know we can't do the right thing, right? And like, I, know I mean, I will say, it, since they're going for nostalgia here, it is very 80s of them to do that. So, that's- I mean, if that's the goal, then sure. That is my issue because they are, it's a period piece. I think they forget that they're writing a period piece and not writing in the time the period piece is set for. And mm-hmm. that's why it'd be sending me because I'm just like, we can have these conversations because you were writing for today's audience and people back then were saying these things, just not on TV. So like, if you wanted to be a social experiment, it'd be like, we're writing it for an 80s audience. I guess, get it if you want. But like you are, you are sending us back to a time and a place and you get to do it the way that it was actually being done 
off camera. And so we can have conversations with Will and his brother and we can give Erica and Lucas more agency. We can see what it's like for them as black kids in Hawkins. I spent one year as an adult in Indiana and it's fucking awful. So I know they got some stories. <laughs> and why is Lucas' friends never around? Because his whole, every time we see Lucas, he's being terrorized by an aspiring Fox News anchor and his friends are never there for him. They are just mm. like, I'm going to go find Ale. I'm going to the Upside Down. I'd rather do that than whatever's going on over here. And I'm like, how about we give him a friend? <laughs> He's got a posse of people and nobody is like, is this racism? Should I try and talk about racism as a white kid? No. Nah. I don't understand it, but I see that they're coming for you because you're black. So I'm going to pick up because you're my friend, right? They're just like, mm, he plays basketball now. It's fine. <laughs> but that's my rant on this podcast. I'm, I'm going to stop talking about it, y'all. I swear. I swear I'm going to stop talking about it. I will... I will live someday without it. You're not going to stop talking. Tune in the next episode. <laughs> the next episode, me. I'm starting to Stranger Things podcast. You want to be on it? <laughs> no, we're, we're going to have a Stranger Things episode. We're, we will. It will come shortly after the no episode, but it will. it's, it's going to happen. And we're going to get very, very aggressive. Listen, I'm at the Duffer Brothers. They're going to be like, this bitch was serious. And I'm like, also give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all, but also y'all make us hiring. Right? Y'all some bullshit. Give me an application. Yeah. Let me tell you. Also, we're just <laughs> I am so dead. Ghoulis, take us out of here. This has been Blurdy Massacre. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review us, um, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And you can find us on social media to try to argue with us about these points, but it will expose you. So be careful at Blurdy Massacre. (laughs) And um, until next time, bye.